Mustin had been watching the creature through the Schmidt-Bender telescope site for the better part of an hour. It had come over the cirque at daybreak, pausing as the first radials of sunlight struck its translucent skin. Its progression down through the boulder field had been slow and careful, stopping occasionally to sniff the remains of others like it, others Mustin had killed. The sniper reached up to the scope, adjusted the parallax, and settled back in behind the focus. Conditions were ideal. Clear visibility, mild temperature, no wind. With the reticle set at twenty-five times zoom, the creature's ghostly silhouette popped against the gray of the shattered rock. At a distance of one and a half miles, its head was no larger than a grain of sand. If he didn't take the shot now, he'd have to range the target again and there was a possibility that by the time he was ready to shoot, the creature would have passed out of his sightline. It wouldn't be the end of the world. There was still a high-voltage security fence a half-mile down the canyon. But if it managed to scale the cliffs over the top of the razor wire, there'd be trouble. He'd have to radio in, call for a team, extra work, extra time. Every effort would be made to stop the creature from reaching town. He'd almost certainly catch an ass-chewing from Pilcher. Mustin drew in a long, deep breath, lungs expanding. He let it out, lungs deflating, then empty. His diaphragm relaxed. He counted to three and squeezed the trigger. The British-made AWM bucked hard against his shoulder, the report dampened by the suppressor. Recovering from the recoil, he found his target in the sphere of magnification, still crouched on a flat-topped boulder on the floor of the canyon, Damn, he'd missed. It was a longer shot than he normally took, and so many variables in play, even under perfect conditions. Barometric pressure, humidity, air density, barrel temperature, even Coriolis effect, the rotation of the earth. He thought he'd accounted for everything in calculating his aiming solution, but... The creature's head disappeared in a pink mist. He smiled. It had taken a little over four seconds for the .338 Lapua Magnum round to reach the target. Hell of a shot. Mustin sat up, struggled to his feet, stretched his arms over his head. It was mid-morning, the sky steel blue and not a cloud in sight. His perch was atop a thirty-foot guard tower that had been built on the rocky pinnacle of a mountain, far above the timberline. From the open platform, he had a panoramic view of the surrounding peaks, the canyon, the forest, and the town of Wayward Pines, which from four thousand feet above was little more than a grid of intersecting streets, couched in a protected valley. His radio squeaked. He answered, Mustin, over. Just had a fence strike in Zone 4, over. Stand by. Zone 4 encompassed the expanse of pine forest that bordered the southern edge of town. He took up his rifle and glassed the fence under the canopy of trees, tracked it for a quarter mile. He saw the smoke first, coils of it lifting off the animal's scorched hide. I have a visual, he said. It's just a deer over. Copy that. Mustin swung the rifle north into town. Houses appeared colorful Victorians fronted with perfect squares of bright glass, white picket fences. He aimed down into the park where a woman pushed two children in swings. A little girl shot down the blinding glimmer of a slide. He glassed the schoolyard, the hospital, the community gardens, Main Street, fighting down that familiar swell of envy.
townies. They were oblivious, all of them, so beautifully oblivious. He didn't hate them, didn't want their life. He had long ago accepted his role as protector, guardian. Home was a sterile, windowless room inside a mountain, and he had made as much peace with that fact as a man could hope to make. But that didn't mean that, on a lonely morning, as he gazed down into what was literally the last vestige of paradise on the face of the earth, there wasn't a pang of nostalgia, of homesickness for what had once been, for what would never be again. Moving down the street, Mustin fixed his sight on a man walking quickly up the sidewalk. He wore a hunter green shirt, brown pants, black Stetson cowboy hat. The brass star pinned to his lapel refracted a glint of sunlight. The man turned a corner, the crosshairs of the reticle zeroing in on his back. Morning, Sheriff Burke, Mustin said. Feel an itch between your shoulder blades?